Okay, so this is more like um, an end of the year family meeting, as I will call it this morning. So let's just go over a few things. And I pray and I trust. I know that the Spirit of God will allow it to sink in your heart, will make you understand. And um, that this life becomes our reality. Somebody say amen. All right. So let me begin by reminding us what I have said over and over again. Everybody has the way that God leads and walks with us. And what God is doing is that he leads us down a path or a journey. And then that means, how does that, that work? That means he begins, the spirit of God begins to emphasize on some things over and over, over and over, over and over. And the reason is because our attention is being drawn to those paths, to those ways, whatever that is. And then finally, God tells us why that path. So I have learned to follow that trend. Remember, we are not saved to live by hard rules. We are saved to walk by the Spirit. Is that true? By the Spirit. That is why if you look at the ministry of Jesus, he did things. The only thing he did that was consistent was teaching. When he came to ministering to people, he did it different ways. Sometimes he looked at a blind man, he said, receive your sight. Some other times... He will rub mud on their eyes, make them more blind, and then tell them to go and wash it out. So, um, it was different ways. So, we are not, we don't follow hard rules, we allow the Spirit of God to lead. Amen. So, what this year, as the year comes to an end, we need to ask ourselves some questions, because we have to be progressive. We have to ask ourselves some questions. What have you learned? this year how do you evaluate the year do you evaluate based on what you got or what you didn't get did you evaluate based on what you achieved or what you did or what you did not achieve oh now don't get me wrong all that is important or are you asking yourself the kind of person that you're becoming very important so if you go back and listen carefully, like this morning, as I got ready, I went back. This is my note for the year. I always start with a note for the year. So I went back and looked at the first messages for the year, the instructions for the year. So when you come back today, you find out that what God is working out here or saying to us or attempting to do or trying to do, let me use other phrases, is to make us the man, to make us, remake us from the inside. Somebody say amen. So the interest of God, I've looked at the messages, I've looked at the notes, has been to the quality of the persons, the quality of the man. Of course, you know, please, you know that already. When I say man, I'm talking about everybody, right? That includes everybody. Or should I continue saying man or woman? <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the man is remaking us from the inside. It's transforming the kind of persons that we are is changing us and rebuilding us and making us growing to the full stature of Christ. And so if you want to measure yourself, that's what you ought to measure. Now don't get me wrong, the normal things are okay. But we are 
So if I want to evaluate myself, I have to evaluate myself based on what God is doing. That means all that has been said to us this year was designed to do one thing. It was to remake us from the inside. Somebody say a loud amen. The quality of sons that he's making us. And why is that so important? Why is that so important? Because if you change the man inwardly, you change his situation. If you change a man inwardly, you will change that man's circumstance. If you change a man inwardly, you will change that man's character. If you change a man inwardly, things around him starts to change. And please, I want you to follow carefully. Because we have to understand where we missed it before we know how to get it right. Otherwise, we keep struggling in darkness. But that's not the will of God for us. I hope you know that. The goal of God has been us in this place. So if you want to evaluate yourself as the year comes to an end, that's what you have to look at. Where and where have you improved in the way you do things, in the way you think about yourself, in your character, in your expectations? Don't forget, this is the reason Jesus did not come bearing good and silver in his hands. He did not come bearing gold and silver his son, because gold and silver they here already. But he came bearing what? Life. Somebody say life. He came to give us what? Life. And that life is what we are talking about. That life is what the focus. Because if you want to change a community it is the people the men and women in the community that you change. Is that true? Is that, does that make sense? Okay, let's look at it this way. Why do we have problem in this country? Is it because this, uh, in this physical, geographical location, is it because it's cursed? Huh? Or is it because the name is Nigeria? You see all those stories they gave. Amalgamation, this, that, this. I don't dispute that. But there's no country that doesn't have their own history. I hope you know that. We are not the only people who we are colonized. We are not the only country on earth that they join together. The problem we have here is the kind of human beings we are. And to tell you that religion does not solve problems, the people who are leading this country now, are, this country is being led by fairly religious people representing the two major religions. Hmm? One is correct pastor. The other one is correct Muslim. And we are, we are here. Meanwhile, there are people who have taken a desert and transformed that desert into a palace. Is that true? Uh -huh. It's the people, friend. That's why I keep telling you the work of God is in the man. Somebody say amen. If you remake the man, you remake his circumstance. If you remake the man, you remake the situations around him. There is somebody that will take over this country now. I'm not saying it will become like a paradise. But in the next three years, you will see physical changes. To prove that further to you, if you were to, if you were to pack everybody, pack all of us now, as we are here, pack all of us now. Pack, if, pack all the Nigerians here and move us to America. And move all Americans down here. What do you think will happen in the next five years? Huh? It will switch. 
Because when we get there, it is still the same nepotism. The same, when, there's, when we need to hire a doctor, we will not hire the best qualified one. We will hire the one that's our brother. It's the same thing we'll do there. That's why I keep telling you, friends, I want you to follow carefully because if we understand what God is doing and how God is working with us, then we are at peace. Somebody say, Lord, Amen. We are at peace because it's a journey remaking us into the full stature of Christ. Remaking us into the fullness of who Christ is. Because the man is the blessing. The man is the change. If you change that man, you change his environment. Now, but in this part of the world, we have very big challenges. In this part of the world, we have very big challenges. Extremely very, very big challenges. Number one, remember I said I'm not, I'm practically not trying to preach to you today. First, just give me Luke chapter 4, 45. Let's look at that. Luke, TPT, Luke chapter 4. Verse number 45. Let's see what Jesus says about this. Let's see what Jesus said. Luke, can you bring that up if you have it? Luke chapter 6, verse number 45. Don't forget, if you change who the man is inwardly, you will change that man's situation. You will change that man's environment. Okay? So this is what Jesus said. He says, people are known in this same way. Out of the virtue stored in their what? In their hearts. Good and upright people will produce what? Good fruit. What is the source of the good fruit? Hmm? What is the source? The virtue stored where? In their hearts. So out of the virtue stored in their hearts, the good and upright people will produce what? Good fruit. So what is it that makes the man good and upright? The virtue stored where? In their heart. And out of that virtue, they will produce good fruit. So if you are demanding a good fruit for, from a heart that is empty of the virtues, what are you going to get? Frustration. And then he went on to say, but out of the evil hidden where? Hidden where? In their heart. Out of the evil hidden in their heart, Evil ones will produce what is what? Evil. It's as simple as that. For the overflow of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by what? Your fruit. And will be heard in your words. That's self-explanatory. Out of the virtues stored in the heart comes the good fruits or the evil fruits. So if God wants to change us to bear good fruit, what will he change? What will he change? The virtues where? The virtues in the heart. That's what he will change. Because until the virtues in the heart are changed, I can, you can expect me to be the best person I can be, and it's never going to be. And so the work of God is in our hearts. I've been saying this over and over. The, zip, the focus of God is the man. Is in remaking the man. If the man is remade, that man remakes his environment. So the issues we are facing with is this. We are looking for... Okay, before I get there, let me just tell you the challenges we are having. Number one, listen to me. Our present values 
have been so much corrupted that watch this that we look at man not because of who they are but what they have you already know that that's the way our present virtue culture works we value men because of what they have not who they are so even if the man is a kidnapper he can get a chieftaincy title why is that because of what he has so everybody is focused on trying to get something because we know you don't need to lecture us on that if you are born here you know that people will value you based on what you have i remember when i was a kid i mean this is not too far away i remember when i was a kid we used to respect teachers in fact everybody in the community they used to call them one teacher Everybody respected them. Everybody respected them. People give them stuff because they know that this guy is the one impacting knowledge in the case. Now, nobody gives, nobody cares about that. Bring your car, man, and come back. <laughs> and that's who they respect. So, it's a problem for us. It's a problem for us because if you think it's not affecting you, it's not true. If you are inside a place, there are some things that soak into you quietly and carefully. Just, it keeps coming in keeps coming in. Before you know it, your own values will start to change. This is why the African man is zeroed in on getting something. That's why we come to God anyway. Let's be honest. Because we live in an environment that values you based not who you are, but what you have. That's what everybody is looking for. Remember I told you, friends, if you follow God's own way, things are easier. We may have challenges. We are living in the world. But it's a different thing to walk opposite what God is doing. And so, because of that, we look for our solutions outside. Because everything is outward. Everything is based on focus on outside. Everything is zeroed in on the outside. We are working so hard to get something. And that's when, when God began first to tell me this in the scriptures. That everything we will ever need, he has made available. So the question becomes, so why, why don't we have it? Why don't I have it? Why don't you have it? So we now focus on trying to help, for God to help us to get it. Listen, let me tell you. God has empowered us to get things. Somebody say amen. The Bible said, I give you power to get wealth. That's what the scripture says. We have been empowered to produce things and to get things. Jesus, I repeat one more time, did not come bearing gold and silver in his hand because they were already here. But he came with the life to remake us that we may have the life of God. Now, the second issue we are dealing with before I start to focus on one or two things. So, when things are not working properly for us in this part of the world, we don't also look inward, we look outward. When things are not working properly, we never look inward. We look outward. So this is the way it used to work. If you are constantly quarreling with your wife, I'm talking about religion, traditional religion, before the Bible came. If you are constantly quarreling with your wife, in the traditional religion, what did you do? You went and consulted a priest or some form thing because the problem, you cannot seem to understand the problem. And then they will do some divination and they will tell you that the problem is because, watch this, 
you will never go to those places and they say to you, you have anger issues. No native doctor will diagnose you and tell you you have anger problems. They will tell you that your wife in her former life had four husbands. So in this current life, <laughs> in this current life, the spirit of those husbands are pursuing her. So now, what is the solution? We must not do sacrifice to appease the spirit of those gods so that there will be peace. Look up here. It's the same thing in church. There's no difference. If we have a problem, what do we do? What do we do? What's the approach? If things are not working well, what do we do? Do the same thing. We start to pray so that God will come down from heaven to fix the matter. Or, depending on your denomination, you go see a prophet and he will see something for you. It's the same thing. But don't forget, friends. I have said this over and over. It is the will of God for us to have happy homes. So, anything that we need to have that, he has already made it available. Somebody say amen. He has made it available. This idea of trying to struggle with him to make it happen is not true. I'm saying this so that God doesn't look like a liar. If you are poor, what do you do? You go look for something to do to get money. That's what we do. But the more your eyes open, you understand that this is a matter of a spiritual matter. When I say a spiritual matter, I'm talking about what the kind of person that you are. That's why they will tell you that if you were to take all the money in this world now from the hand of the rich man and give it to the poor man, within five years, the money will go back. If a man who is rich in his spirit has a little amount of money, he can multiply it. The one that is poor in his spirit, it doesn't matter how much you give him. That money will reduce to the level of his poverty. It doesn't matter. If you give him one billion now, give him some time. You know what he will do? He will buy and buy and buy and buy and buy. Until the money is remaining 300,000. Then he will start thinking of investments. And most of those businesses never works. So, Let's get clarity. When God, when I keep telling you that God is interested in remaking the man, let it make more sense to you. Because it is us and the capacities we have that produce these things. The way you think about them, the way you respond to them, I've said it here over and over, the way you respond to opportunities comes from the person you are. The way you respond to the things that God brings your way comes from the kind of person you are. You are looking for customers. But will you keep them or lose them based on how you respond to them? So, to show you how corrupted we are, we have become. As the year go, comes to an end, there's going to be prophetic declarations for next year. So, go and write all of them down. And you will see that majority of them is pointing you to something on the outside. Guaranteed. The year of massive breakthroughs. Hardly will you hear where we're talking about God changing us. 
But don't forget, until our character has changed, some things around us will not change. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. Until the way you see money changes, you will always manage it the same way. For example, if when you see money, the first thing you think about is buying something. It's going to be, a no, it's going to be hard to build. If when you see money, the first thing you think about is buying something. It's going to be hard to build. Because the more the money comes, the more you do what? You buy. Don't forget, the one you buy, the money don't go with that. People think, I say it all the time, people think that they are not giving because they don't have. No, if you have 1,000, you can't give. 1 billion, you will not give. It's just as simple as that. Because it's not about what you have, it's about who you are. Those who give, if it's 1,000, you give from the 1,000. Because it's you, it's not the quantity. You go and write that down. It's, if, if you're thinking that, oh yeah, I'm not doing this because I don't have this, it's not true. Even when you have that, it's not the quantity, it's the person you are. And so, this is why, after a long journey, we're getting to a place where we focus where God is focusing. Where is He focusing? In us. In who we are. Remaking our homes by remaking us. Changing our financial uh, um, history or fortune by changing us. We have more control. That religion that is focused on the outside, don't forget, is the same thing that they did before the Bible came. So if something is not working, what do you do? Now, the best and comfortable way is to blame it on something or somebody else. Some God somewhere, some spirit somewhere, or somebody responsible from somewhere. And when we do that, what do we do? We lose control over the situation. If the case is in, is in the hand of the gods, you are helpless. If your rotten behavior is in the hand of the gods, well, it's not your fault. It's the gods. So we just have to look for a way to appease the gods. Appease the gods. No, friend. God, look up here. God cannot leave us helpless. God cannot leave us as victims in the hand of things. That is why he lives in us. That is why the greatest gift he has given is the Holy Spirit that lives with us. So that when, so that look at when your eyes open, you start to understand and start to stand in a better way. There are some convictions that you have and you know that things will change. Is this making sense to anybody this morning? Look, 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 friends. Don't let us be like everybody. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't let us be like everybody. Otherwise, we do what everybody does. Otherwise, we do church like everybody. We do the normal things. We look for the prophets. Bring them from Ghana. <laughs> huh? We do church like everybody does. It will make us money. People will give more. The place will pack better. But then I shouldn't have started because I had better opportunities. Well, let me say those things. There are things I don't talk about, but I had better opportunities where I was coming from. To do it better, bigger, larger, more fanciful, more well-packaged. No, I had access to those things. But the reality is this. Listen, listen, friend. It's difficult to build from the scratch, but it's better we build and build. Somebody say amen. Raising up. So that we sit down as we're sitting down now. We're not declaring to you prophetically. We're telling you the reality of the truth. So that your life is transformed. 
that God is remaking our homes by remaking us. Remaking our business by remaking us. Remaking our ministry by remaking us. Because when the man is remade, the ministry is remade. When the man is transformed, his environment is transformed. Jesus came to change the man so that the man will change things. Somebody say amen. The reverse is what we have been doing. The things that we are supposed to do, we are praying for God to do it. The things he has given us the ability to do. No. God's work is in changing us. That is why, think about it, why will he come and make us righteous? Why did he make us righteous, friends? Why did he do that? Because the investment is in the person. Because watch this. Once you have the sense of your righteousness, guess what happens? Guilt is removed. Condemnation is removed. Fear is removed. What does it mean? It changes the man. Is that true? As that man is changed, the way he does things will change. See, what we are saying sounds simple, but it's very difficult. Because it's the opposite direction. Man has been programmed, especially in this part of the world, to go get something. The solution is outside. No organ. God did not put my destiny in somebody's hand. Why would he do that? He didn't put your destiny in somebody's hand. Otherwise, why will he live in you? Why will he save you? He will save some people and leave some people. No, but he came to make all of us sons. Somebody say it loud, amen. Let me say that again. I said he came to make us what? Sons. So that the quality of man we are is like him. It's like him. You think like him. We process things like him. And we move like him. So, my greatest desire. So, what should my greatest desire be? Now, before I answer that question, let me ask you this. Do you think that a man can be influenced to do evil? Do you think that? You think that, right? A man can be influenced to do evil, right? That's true. But let us see an example. Give me John chapter 13 verse 2. Let's see an example. Let's, let's see an example. It's true. A man can be influenced to do evil. Totally true. That's true. But let's see how that works. John chapter 13 verse number 2. John 13 verse number 2. A man can be influenced or induced to do evil. Watch this. Before the evening meal had begun, the accuser had already planted betrayer. Where? Into the what? Into the heart of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Where did he plant it? In his heart. He didn't do it by voodoo power. Like, blow something. And then Judas will move without being controlled. And Judas will lose all senses. And just start moving to betray Jesus. No, he planted it where? Because when the heart is evil, the man will do evil. Now that betrayal has been planted in his heart, he becomes a betrayer. Question. Was it ever prophesied that it was going to be Judas who betrayed Christ? Was it prophesied that way? Why did Satan choose Judas? Thank you, sir. Because if the if therefore has that kind of power, right? It will not be Judas. He will choose those who were, you know, you know, among the disciples, there were those who were more closer to Jesus. Somebody like John. If Satan had power, it would be John. Because that one will even hurt Jesus more. Because John was the one who looks like Jesus' baby. 
John is the one who wrote the disciple whom Christ loved. John is the one who used to put his head on Jesus' shoulder. They will ask him. If they want to ask Jesus something, they will ask John and ask John. So John was the closer. If Satan had that kind of power, it was John that he would pick. The Bible never prophesied that Judas would do it. Somebody was doing it. But I can tell you now, there was something about his person that made this possible. There was something about the quality of the man. There was a desire in his heart. There was something that he needed that made this idea look attractive. Mm, betray Jesus. It wasn't about the betrayal. He was trying to make money. I hope you know that. I hope you know that Jesus, Judas didn't know that they were going to kill Jesus. I hope you know that, right? I'm sure maybe he was thinking that he would collect the money. Guy man. <laughs> he will collect the money. Jesus will disappear. <laughs> <laughs> he, never, he didn't know that that thing will actually put Jesus on the cross that's why he regretted when he saw them arrested Jesus say this is don't pass what don't pass Gary here you know he was, he was trying to play some he even went to give them back the money I hope you remember the story he went and said please take the money back I don't want this, this problem so something about him please listen to me carefully please 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 I don't know where you are. I don't know what is going on. But it's important that we... It's like laying on a surgical table and, and allow the Spirit of God to detach us from some things. Remove some things. Remove the thing that's propelling your fear. Remove the thing that's making you desperate about some given things. Satan had no power to choose any of them. But he had to look. And he saw the one that in his action there is something... That was appealing to them. Again, this is not only this did not also happen here only. Even in the Garden of Eden, it was the same thing. Satan did not move Adam and Eve by force. No. In the same way, he planted an idea. How did he plant an idea? He gave them a knowledge. And when it has conceived, the Bible said, Eve herself used her hand, take the fruit, eat the thing, and give the man. Because now the Bible said she saw. God said don't eat this. And now she saw that that thing God said don't eat is good. The Bible said pleasing to the eyes. And something that will make somebody wise. She took it. Listen to me carefully. I don't think, I want to say this over and over. There is no level of achievement that you desire that you cannot get to somebody say amen. I can tell you that right now. Because you know why? Because the more you see that God has made everything available. What is holding us down is what I'm talking about. That you go back and start to look at how you make your choices. What is driving you? What is it? As the year comes to an end, everybody is busy with the holidays. Fine. No problem about that. Everybody is busy with the travels. Fine. No problem about that. If you have to travel, that's important. But in the midst of the busyness and everything, as a transition, because, because if you are the same person this year, hmm, the same person, the same way you think, 2020, the same way you act, 2020, the same way you expect, 2020, and nothing changes in you, Next year will only be a change of number. 
You will only be a change of number. The results is in our hands. Let me hear you say a louder amen. When you, listen to me. You will take this more serious when you start to understand that God has already blessed us. Before we got here. God is so good that even the Bible says that his reign and his son shines even on the evil person. God has so much blessed the earth that an evil person will plant his fruit, his farm. The farm will still grow. It's religion that tells you you have to be perfect for God to bless you. It's not true. An evil person will plant farm. A sinner will plant farm. Even the ones who are not saved, they will plant their farm and the farms will grow. Is that true? Then it can't be me and you. The earth is blessed because God has done it so. Even before we got here. Because he knows what we need. That is why Jesus didn't come in his hand bearing things. He came bearing a life. Because that life is what transforms us. Somebody say a loud amen. And so in the midst of all the holiday, please do your holidaying. Please do your party. Please do all that you must do. But please don't forget to take some stock. Sit down. Look at yourself. And sincerely trust God to show you places where adjustments need to be made. And you're not going to struggle by it. It's not struggling. But what I'm trying to teach you here is to look inward. Let the man change. Hmm? Let the man change. Okay? Come on. Why do we appropriate so much power to distance when we know that even as you and I are here now, we have the power to cast out demons. Is that true? The demons that we have power to cast out, how come is the one that is stopping us from making money? Huh? Okay. If it, that is the problem, you stand up in your room and you cast them out. Isn't that true? But you see, we have been pre-programmed to look for answers outside. To look for places to apportion blames. And this year, please, some of you, eh, some of your excuses, you will write it down and bury it. Some of those excuses that you have made, you will write it down and say no more. Because they are the things keeping you down. You write it down, write them down, look at it, say no more. This one. So as we do all the holidaying things, take some time. Prayerfully. Whatever you need to do to get some time, do that. And some of you, to confirm some of this I'm saying, listen back to some of the messages in the year. Some of you, as you listen, you'll find the answers that you're looking for. Some of you, as you listen, you find a sense of new direction. Somebody say amen. If you believe that, you say a louder amen. Friends, look up here. God has blessed us already. We are blessed in Christ. Don't let no man take that truth away from you. What God needs to do, or what we need to allow him to do, is in the remaking of the man. You are no longer the fearful man. You are no longer doing business for fear. 
You're no longer just jumping all over the place. But you know exactly what you're doing. So that as we transition, you are transitioning as a new person. Somebody say amen. How many of you are interested in that? You transition as a new person. Amen. A new person. Brand new person. So when you look at business, you have a, a different... Yeah, even as I speak to you, I'm doing that already in some, some many other areas. Uh, you, you agree that all of us need improvement, right? Uh -huh. We are not prophesying 2020, 2021 to be a year of fruitfulness. No, because fruitfulness is in us. What did the Bible says? Out of the good virtues, the man will bring forth what? Good fruit. So do we need to prophesy good fruit? Hmm? It doesn't come by prophecy. It comes by the fruit that's in the virtues that's in our heart. If the virtues is correct, we'll produce good fruit. It's as simple as that. Because out of the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. The man thinks. And so please, if you want to focus, focus on the man. If you want to pray, let this concentration of your prayers be to grow into the full stature of Christ. This is the only reason, this is the only focus we have. Why? Because if our nature aligns properly with the image of Christ, how many of you know that we produce good fruit by, by default? And so that's what my desire is. And that's what your prayer is. To concentrate, praying that God will lead you and I show you the things that you need to see that your image, the Bible says, as we behold him, we are being transformed from the same level of image to his image, from one level of glory to what? Another level of glory. That's growth. Everything that you and I have, or let me say this way, the things that we need, if God has given us his spirit, we already have it. Somebody say amen. So you are not striving. Allow them to go and fight and struggle for things. No, but allow God to change you. No wonder. It's making sense now why Jesus says, focus on the kingdom and these things will do what? Follow you. Because the kingdom is what transforms us. Have you noticed that? The kingdom is what makes us like him. And he says, all these other things will do what? Will follow him. I was looking at the life of Jesus, you know, as I read through the scriptures. It's amazing the way he walked. He didn't necessarily have to have everything physically present at all times. But when he needed it, he got it. Hmm? When he needed it, he got it. He walks into a city and he says to his disciples, Go. You will see a man carrying a bucket of water. Tell the man that the room that he has prepared is for me. I want, I want me and my guys to come there and have dinner. And he said the man will comply. Say the man will comply. That nature is the nature God wants us to live in. Do you doubt that? No, that's the nature God wants us to live in. He didn't have to have, in fact, tax collectors came, he said to Peter, just to demonstrate to you, I don't have the money here, right? I don't have it in my pocket, it's not in my bank account. But just to demonstrate to you that I can get it anywhere, go to the mouth of fish, go and get it from there. You see, it's the man. His disciples saw 5,000 people. And he asked them, how do we feed these people? They said, oh God, are you okay? How can we feed all these people? 
please send them home before they die here. Jesus said, no, ask them to sit down. No, it's the man. Somebody say, it's the man. Yeah. See, 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 let's zero in where God is zeroing in. And your life becomes a miracle. Somebody say loud, amen. Your life becomes what? A miracle. You are not the one looking at running up and down, but your own life becomes a miracle. And this is what God is doing. And this is what God wants to do. So please, as I round up, I want to remind you, please, I plead with you, as we party, we travel, we do all the stuff that we do, spend some time in prayer, go back. This thing I'm telling you, you will confirm what I'm telling you as you listen to the messages. You'll find out that the center core of it has been the man. So remaking the man. As you listen, or they are available in the church WhatsApp group, they are available on the podcast, spend some day Cut yourself away from the drama. You're not going to miss anything. Eh? When the man is cooked inside, when he comes outside, things start to happen. Spend some time. Cook yourself inside. Cook. Cook up yourself. You will not miss anything. You will not miss anything. Listen, listen, listen. You know it's Christmas. The world is going somewhere. Everybody's running somewhere. You can do the same thing but detach a little bit and let God remake you. He has made us. What we are talking about is growing into the full stature of that which he has made us. Because the blessing is on the man. Somebody say amen. Let me hear you say, I am the blessing. Say it like it's true. I am the blessing. Of course, you know it's true, right? So when you walk into the life of a person, blessing walks inside. You see? If a man comes and says, Sister, please, I want to marry you. Now, blessing Waka enter the man's house. Not quarrel and disaster. The one that you start binding demons just to survive one week. You see, you see what I mean? But the focus of people, including religion, is to get somebody. That's what the focus is. That's what, that's what the prophetic is. Prophetic. Is to locate somebody. God ain't throwing nobody down from heaven. So that you can see things beyond what the ordinary man can see. That's what I'm saying here, friends. Because if we look like them, we think like them, we do like them. Then you come to church every Sunday. It looks like, okay, what is going on here? What is going on here? You start looking for one prophetic place. When you go tell you, say, many, many, take all of us in 24 hours, husband, they come. <laughs> As if God was hiding the thing. Go, see, go, see, go back and ask yourself, is there any reason why God wouldn't give you a man? Or a woman? No, let's ask about that. Absolutely no reason. That's already done it. Somebody say, amen. Why are the people deceived? Because they are looking for something outside. It's on the inside. Somebody say it's on the inside. Friends, look at what the scripture says. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, God is able to do what? Exceedingly, how? Abundantly, how? Above everything that you and I can ask and think of. How? According to the power that is at work in us. The power at work. What I want to do is to submit to that work within me. 
then you see how good God is. You see that you and I don't have to beg for the things that we beg for. Because he has made it available. Somebody say amen. Friends, please, the year is coming to an end. And I give you this both as instruction this morning. Take your time and let God open your eyes. Allow him to change your heart completely. Your heart full so much of the love of God that that's the only way you walk. And I was saying this week, the people who don't benefit, when you talk about the love of God, the people who don't benefit from it mostly are church people and religious people. If I, I was just sharing this with the children. If I encounter a hardened criminal and I start to speak to him about the love of God, right? At first, there may be a wall. But once his heart opens, you see how they'll grab it. But church people are used to hearing the love of God. They sing about it. So when you say God loves, they say, I know. Uncle, you don't know until it changes your character. Until the love of God transforms the kind of person that you are. You only know in the head. Your heart has not experienced it. it doesn't, you can even write a book on the love of God. Because it has a power of transformation. Okay, It was the love of God that transformed those disciples. So it was the love of Christ for them that transformed them to the point that all of them were willing to die for him. The love of God transforms. So if it has, if there's anything you want to do this Christmas, make the thing hit you well, well. Because if you receive it, you become a new person. You become a different person. Your approach changes. Your character changes. And you start to see that the thing that people call miracles are supposed to be your regular everyday life. When they are running, you are at peace. When they say it's all over, when they see darkness, you see light. When they say this is the new trend now, you face the opposite direction. Because what is pushing you is not what is pushing them. Does that make sense? Bow down your head and talk to God. Bow down your head and talk to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for the respect of this message. Did it hit you anywhere? We need to be brand new people. Our hearts transform. Just submit yourself to Him and say, Father, here I come. Everything I have said is already within you. Is to submit yourself to it. Submitting your heart that He may transform you. Submitting your heart that He may transform you. Love comes in. Let's pray, beloved. You are being remade. Hallelujah. You are being remade completely transformed from within. That your ministry, as we go into 2021, your ministry comes forth. The person you are comes forth. The real you begins to manifest. That every gift that God has given that has been suppressed we begin to bless people we begin to bless people we begin to bless nations 
that your eyes will begin to see what God has been calling you to see. Friends, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's talk to Him. Let's talk to Him. Burdens lifted completely. I know, I know, I know, I see. As making us into new men and new women. The I Christ kind of people. The new creatures that He has made. And as your light shines, nations are drawn unto you. Thank you, precious Lord. We we'll give you praise, we we'll give you glory.